Welcome to the Saturday Economist Live. This is Saturday, the 13th of February, 2021. The economy is like a coil spring, set to release lots of financial energy, according to Andy Haldane, chief economist at the Bank of England. Consumer confidence will surge back. The economy will be firing on all cylinders. Success with the vaccination program and an easing of lockdown will assist the process. The change in sentiment is likely to be rapid. People are desperate to get on with their lives. Pubs, sports and cinemas will benefit. The bank believes household and business balance sheets are in good shape. Consumers have been forced to rein back spending on leisure, entertainment and holidays. Many households have strengthened their finances and they have money to spend. The recovery will be a year to remember after a year to forget says Haldane. The leader in the Times today takes up the positive theme. Remarkable progress with vaccinations could set the stage for a powerful recovery this year, fueled by business and households flush with cash. Businesses are sitting on a £100 million cash pile. British households have amassed an astonishing £250 million worth of cash, apparently. The bullish outlook tends to overlook the rise in unemployment 5 to 5% by the end of last year. Almost 2 million are out of work, 3 million are claiming universal credit, and 4 million are furloughed. The latest ONS data suggests UK GDP fell by 9.9% last year. That's the worst fall since the year of the Great Frost in 1709. Manufacturing output fell by 10%. Construction output fell by over 12%. Service sector output fell by 9%. And the hotel and restaurant sector, specifically, almost halved in terms of output. The continued lockdown in the first quarter suggests a further modest setback in the, in the economy to start the year. The Chancellor will have little option but to extend the furlough scheme and introduce additional business support measures later into the year. Any thoughts of tax hikes should be put aside for the moment. The Bank of England is forecasting growth of 5% in the current year. NISA has a more modest 3.5% on the ticket. We expect the estimates for last year to be revised up. The 9.9 estimate is based on an amalgamation of three measures of output, details of which have not yet been published. The GDPO, or output measure, reports the setback last year was nearer 9% than 10%. Either way, the prospects for a strong recovery are in place this year. The vaccination program has been a huge success. We expect the lockdown to ease as we move into Easter. The outturn for the year could even surprise the optimists at the Bank of England. It will be a year to remember after a year to forget. Join us for more after the break. The Saturday Economist live podcast, great updates on the UK and world economy. Visit thesaturdayeconomist.com to sign up. Don't miss out. Welcome back. Biden makes the call. Xi reverses the charges. President Biden told reporters this week his call with President Xi Jinping lasted two hours. 
Biden said it was a good conversation between two leaders who know each other well. The two leaders exchanged views on world health, climate change, and weapons proliferation. The US president touched on the sensitive areas of the crackdown in Hong Kong, the suppression in Xinjiang province, and the aggressive moves on Taiwan. President Xi made it clear such issues were internal affairs, matters in which the US should not seek to interfere. President Xi advised cooperation as the only correct choice for the two nations. Confrontation with the two nations itself would be a disaster. The key is mutual respect, equal treatment, and the handling of issues in a dispute in a constructive and positive manner. Biden seemed impressed by China's advances in transportation, particularly in the areas of high-speed rail and electric vehicles. The US has a lot of catching up to do. China's high-speed rail network is the largest in the world. The network reached 36,000 kilometers, that's 22,000 miles, in total in 2020, with plans to reach 70,000 kilometers, that's 43,000 miles, by 2035. In the US, by comparison, Amtrak's Acela Express is the only high-speed rail service. The entire route from Boston to Washington covers less than 500 miles and takes over six hours to navigate. The president made the call for Uncle Sam to step up to compete effectively in areas of new technology. The administration promises to jumpstart the clean energy sector. It faces an uphill climb. The United States has fallen behind Asia and Europe in the race to produce the high-tech batteries powering electric cars and storing solar and wind energy. China dominates battery production today, with 93 gigafactories manufacturing lithium-ion battery cells. There are just four in the United States, according to Benchmark Mineral Intelligence. If current trends continue, China is projected to have 140 gigafactories by 2030. Europe will have 17, and the United States just 10. China now leads the world as the leading destination for foreign direct investment. Soon it will lead the world in artificial intelligence. China has 1 billion internet users already and claims an 80% share of world users of 5G. The largest learning networks lead the AI race, a race which China is set to win. In digital currency, China's plans are well advanced. Beijing will hand out $1.5 million in a further trial of the central bank's digital currency during the lunar holiday weekend. The total of 10 million yuan will be distributed through 50,000 parcels of about 200 yuan. This marks the third major test of the digital currency under development by the People's Bank of China. China is set to overtake the US as the largest economy in the world by 2028. Shares of world trade have been boosted on the back of the virus recovery. The potential remains huge. By the end of the decade, China will still struggle to enter the top 50 countries in the world in terms of GDP per capita. The priorities for the Biden administration will be to rebuild the industrial base, develop an edge in innovation, and accelerate investment in semiconductors, artificial intelligence, biotech, and clean energy. A review of the tariff policies both with China and with Europe is set to follow. We looked, said the administration, 
at what the Trump administration did over the last four years and found merit in the basic proposition of an intense strategic competition with China. But we found deep problems with the way in which the Trump administration went about that competition. The approach depleted the core of American strengths, putting the US in a weak position to carry out that competition. Overreach on technology restrictions inhibits the development of US business and could push other countries towards China. A more positive decision on TikTok is expected as the Biden administration determines its own response to risk. The Biden administration review is being led by officials who've been critical of Mr. Trump's targeting of Chinese tech companies. It is said Biden's strategy will be driven by an awareness the lion's share of the history of the 21st century will be written in the Asia-Pacific region, most of which will be outlined on the Chinese mainland. Confrontation would be a disaster. Cooperation would be a move in the right direction. Cooperation would be the way forward, especially in areas of new technology and infrastructure. President Biden may have made the call, but President Xi reversed the charges. It should be a wake-up call for Uncle Sam. That's all for this week. Join us for more when we return with more next week.